Hey guys, this podcast is sponsored by Gary V. He has some awesome stuff. You guys can go check him out on Spotify, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, uh, really any social media platform. He has some awesome stuff. You guys should really go check him out. I hope you guys enjoy. Hey guys, this is Patrick Warren. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the radio, and I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, welcome to the radio. Patrick Warren here, and my guest speaker, Dan Warren. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I am Dan Warren. I'm Patrick's dad. Um, today we're going to be talking about um, some fun stuff. So first question I have for you, uh, dad, is uh, what do you think about everything that's going on with the coronavirus and all of... Uh, just Go ahead, what do you think about it? What do I think about the coronavirus? Well, it's certainly a real virus. Uh, it's affected a lot of people. It's affected us significantly. Um, at the same time, I don't think that the uh, I don't think the restrictions are worth what's going on. Like, I don't want to take anything away from someone who's lost somebody uh, or anybody mm-hmm. who's gotten horribly sick. At the same time, uh, it, it, the policies don't seem to make sense logically to me. So, so they, like, they shut everything down. And you got to wear a mask, but you can eat outside. Okay, so that makes sense from the perspective of fresh air tends to kill the virus. Got it. Um, but you know, gyms are non-essential, and liquor stores and weed stores are essential. Makes no sense. It doesn't make sense. There's there's got to be a health aspect to the idea of getting better. Now, I do know that. It has affected a lot of people that way. A lot of people are drinking a lot more, including myself. I don't even know why. Probably because <laughs> we're home all the time in the beginning. And then just right there. As very busy people, uh, when the when the virus hit, we had nothing to do. You know, your mom was home from work, mm-hmm. and now she doesn't have a job. Her job is one of the ones that was eliminated. Mm-hmm. And uh, my job didn't really change, except that all the I deal with a lot of civilians, so I'm in a I'm in law enforcement, but I deal with a lot of civilians from the city. They were all home, so it slowed things way down as far as what I was getting done, which later picked up because of the protests, uh, and now we're kind of back into full swing. But a lot of this stuff just doesn't make sense. You know, the the restrictions based on the numbers. If you look at the number of people in all of Riverside County, then you look at the number of cases, then you look at the number of cases where people actually got sick. Then you look at the number of people who were actually admitted to hospitals, and you look at the number of people who actually died. It, it's like less than half a percent, isn't it? It's Yes, significantly less. And if you then eliminate all the people with other major complications, which might be age, so again, I don't want to take anything away from somebody who lost a grandmother or a mother or a father or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, if they were 85 then and they got sick and the coronavirus killed them, it's horrible, and I'm not sure it should affect my life the way it has. Yes. Um, the other thing is, like your mom and I were talking today, that somebody was allowed to play soccer. So Vince, obviously, big soccer player, uh-huh. and and she said, yeah, there was so and so. I forget who she said, but they were allowed to play soccer, and there were no parents allowed on the sideline. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Make she goes, well, yeah, it does because of the because of the virus thing. And I said, look, little Johnny and little Billy got out of cars with their parents. Mm-hmm. Then they played soccer. 
and we've watched probably about a million soccer games between you, Brother Nico, and certainly your Brother Vince. Yes. And so I know that soccer is a medium contact sport. Not football, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of running, there's a lot of spittle coming out of people's mouths because they're running hard and mm-hmm. then stopping and then touching and having contact. Mm-hmm. So that's going to happen. And then little Johnny and little Billy are going to get back in the cars with their parents. Yes. So if I can play soccer, I can sit at the field and watch. Or if Vince can play <laughs> soccer, I should be able to sit at the field and watch Vince play soccer. It's absurd. Those sorts of things are just... like The, the, the restrictions have, have decided to defy logic. Yes. And that's the part that bothers me. Yes, that makes perfect sense to me, too. Why are... Um, like weed stores and liquor stores and restaurants that are outdoors, how come they're all open, but we still can't go to um, school? How come malls are being opened up now and schools are still being shut down? That makes zero sense to me. Right. Probably more um, variety coming in together from people at the mall than there are from people at school. Oh yeah, exactly. Right, like the like you said, the malls are back open. So obviously that's has to do with economics, not with anything else. Yes. But none of the things that they said. So in the beginning, I was worried. I was like, oh geez, people we know are probably going to die from this virus. They talked about it like it was the plague mm-hmm. or the, the Spanish flu. That's how they made it sound. And so we kind of pulled back. You know, we stopped doing jujitsu. Yeah. Uh, we did it online, which was nice because I got your brother back involved because mm-hmm. uh, we were doing it in the garage. We started working out hard because we have our own gym. Mm-hmm. Every kid in the neighborhood worked out in our gym. Some of the mm-hmm. adults in the neighborhood worked out in our gym. Mm-hmm. None of us got sick. Yeah. Then we started looking at the numbers and we said, wait a minute, the numbers don't seem to be supporting the actions. Mm-hmm. And then it became about economics more than safety. Like the hospitals mm-hmm. aren't overflowing. No. Uh, in fact, a lot of hospital workers were laid off because there wasn't enough work. Mm-hmm. Because everyone was... Uh told to stay at home if it's something that isn't if it's elective surgery yeah. or if it's non non uh, life threatening stay at home so I don't know that's there's a lot of weird things going on there and obviously I'm not an expert or smart enough to be an expert but I do know that at this point my life is incredibly affected but not extremely changed I've traveled more I told this to your mom and I were talking we've traveled more since the pandemic than before that because we don't have soccer you and i went to monterey yes stayed at a hotel ate at restaurants had fires on the beach Mm -hmm. looked looked at the school didn't get sick yeah mom and i have taken two or three trips just two of us just on the weekends on the weekend trips to hotel we went to coronado we went to uh encinitas the whole family went to idlewild a bunch of times yeah um I've been to Idaho. You've been to Idaho. And I went on a road trip to Texas. Yeah, you flew to Texas and drove back. None of us got sick. Or we did get sick and we were asymptomatic, which is kind of like being not sick. <laughs> it kind of sounds a lot like <laughs> being not sick. If you're not, if you don't have symptoms, I don't think you're sick. I think you're still pretty healthy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't, logically it makes zero sense. Um... And then kind of using that as a stepping stool, what would you say, we just talked about schools and stuff like that, what, do you, what are your thoughts on online school? What are some pros or some cons? How does it affect your family or my family, I guess? Or our family. Our family. Well, I would say that 
So we just talked a bunch of negative stuff. Yes. The numbers don't play out. People in our own family, on my side and your mom's side, are not as open as we are. You know, yes. we've gone back to jujitsu. We've gone back to traveling. Um, Almost back to normal life, just with wearing a mask sometimes. Right. We have to wear a mask, and we can't eat inside at a restaurant. Yeah. We go out to restaurants, and we feel like it. Yeah. So you have to find the, we have to find the beauty somewhere. So I'm not a huge fan of the online school, the way it's, the way you guys are doing it, but. So first you have to look at online school in general, and then you have to look at what's going on with you guys. Okay. So online distance learning, let's just call it distance learning because it might not be online school. Okay. I got my master's degree online through the University of Irvine. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, University of California, Irvine. And it was a very well put together program. I was actually the first, they called a cohort, I was the first group of people who did that. Because computers still weren't invented yet. Yeah, we had to we had to we had to carry tablets down after we banged on them. Yeah, uh, it was it was a very robust system. Every lecture was actually written out. Uh, there was some videos, but video wasn't that good online then. We're talking about mm, two thousand and three, two thousand four, two thousand five. Mm-hmm. I forget exactly when I finished. I think it was I think it was two thousand four and two thousand five for the two years that I was there. Um, and it was a fantastic program. It was as rigorous as people who were going online. You remember we had a neighbor, uh, Jimmy, who was also getting a master's degree from UC Irvine at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. And he drove there twice a week. And we compared notes about the rigor of the program. And mm-hmm. mine was as rigorous as his. Gotcha. Had all the same projects. You know, different programs, obviously. Uh, but same structure. Same structure and same difficulty level. So I was happy with that. Yeah. Then you look at, like, the Gracie's. Mm-hmm. They have Gracie University, so they're teaching jujitsu online. That's distance learning. It's the same thing. They said, "Hey, go find a partner, turn on your thing, turn on your computer." That's true. And they will do. You can do partners. They have special things you can do to develop your jujitsu as a single person. Like I'm alone. I live in some place by myself. I don't have any friends, or I'm completely locked down, and I can't convince my family members to do it because of the virus. You know, whatever your thing is they're teaching online now is it as effective as going to a to a school enrolling probably not mm-hmm. but they're still doing it that and is that's something it's yeah. very impressive and if you get two two or three guys that are gamers in the very beginning the first couple of years it's probably as effective you go through their lessons it's true you're going to learn the moves if you do the moves like they say you're probably going to be very technical um you're not going to worry about getting choked out by the you know the blue belt across the across the way there because that's not who's in your class. It's mm-hmm. you and your buddy. So that's distance learning at two different angles. Uh, at work we do it all the time. You know the city manager sends videos out when he wants us to hear something. The chief does it. Uh, Post, which is the police officer standards of training, sends out videos. We do online, all kinds of stuff. So distance learning is a real thing and it's very effective for getting information to people in a manageable way. Particularly when you can be asynchronous, meaning not at the same time. Not in. So if you in, and I are in the same class, we don't have to be there at the same time. Gotcha. Yeah. When they in at Chico, they call it asynchronous class. Just means like no Zoom calls during the um, the week, the, in the whole semester. Really, I have like three classes like that, and those ones are pretty nice. Not 
Right. So they all the content is there. Yeah. You, di- just, you digested it at your pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go and I can read whenever I want. I can do my homework whenever I want. Yeah. So in college, at least, well, when I got my master's, it was all, you know, it was a, it was a sociology type thing. It was a criminology, law, and society. So that's basically a sociology degree. Mm-hmm. It's all reading and writing papers. Gotcha. I did have a statistics class, a high-level statistics class, which was difficult. Um, but it was a fantastic. The teacher was fantastic. I have no idea what his name was, so I won't give him credit. But he made, he had enough videos to make it awesome, and you know he tested us enough to make sure he had office hours, all that stuff to make it mm-hmm. to make it work. But the rest of it is reading and writing, and that's what a lot of your classes are right now too. Your yes. your lower division stuff mm-hmm. at Chica. So I think some of those teachers are pretty fantastic, and others others are not great. I would say that there's some major benefits to it. As a father of a of an eighteen year old who's supposed to leave, I get to spend more time with you. It's true, and that makes me happy. Uh, and you'll you'll get that at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully I, soon. <laughs> hopefully not that soon. <laughs> no, I mean I don't mean to go away part. I mean to have kids part and understand. Oh, oh, yes, right, we're right, definitely right, coming right, at it from right, a different right, angle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, like with the. Uh, what your brother's school is doing, uh, it's not horrible. I mean, they they kind of went to a college format. They jammed everything into a semester. Mm-hmm. They're accelerating the classes. Um, the part that they weren't ready for was the content delivery. You can't just do a Zoom or make a YouTube. You need another piece. And I would say that everybody doing this online should look to that UC Irvine program or the other large programs. I think I never went to University of Phoenix, but they've been doing online distance learning for years and they're probably very good at it. Yeah, there's probably another piece of the puzzle that high school and like bachelor degrees right. aren't using. They're not using it and they're just like, well, we're going to be back soon enough. We won't worry about it, which is great unless you start losing kids along the way, you know, mm-hmm. and hopefully, you know, we're here and we're tight enough with your brothers that we won't lose them uh, to boredom. Or anything else. Now the part that sucks is there's the social piece. Mm-hmm. You know, Nico has doesn't see his friends very often, and that bothers me. Uh, there's no sports. Yeah, I can't really do much with other students. Right, unless you're doing it on your own. So Vince uh, still has soccer. So he does. He plays in the one league on Friday nights. Gets to see his buddies and at least gets some of that energy out. That competitive energy mm-hmm. and then he also has practice for his for his club team but they're not allowed to touch each other <laughs> they can't <laughs> they, they can't scrimmage uh, what do they what do they do they do drills and it's better than not doing drills that's true but but there are, again we could i could talk about how it defies logic you know mm-hmm. right now vince and both his buddies are in a car driving to practice <laughs> With the parent of one of those kids who just came back from work, so he was at work. They all got in the car. They drove up there. Mm-hmm. If they're gonna get infected, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, and then they do drills, and so they're not supposed to be as close to each other because there's no nobody's making tackles. There's no head-to-head play. That's, that's the right. idea. It's silly. Um, yeah, that sounds pretty ridiculous. Right. Yeah, and then I mean, like the only one that I've seen that did it correct. I guess, uh, like the NBA did the bubble. Um, I don't follow the NBA, so I don't really care. But the uh, 
UFC did that Flight Island thing. Yeah. Where they brought people in, they tested them, they mm-hmm. waited for the results of the test. When they got the results of the test, they put them on the plane, they zapped them to Abu Dhabi or wherever they were going. Mm-hmm. They tested them again, they made them stay in the hotel until they got their uh, test results. They couldn't be in contact with anybody outside of their immediate group, and their immediate group all had to get tested. Excuse me. And, you know, so, okay, mm-hmm. if you're worried about the Spanish flu, the bubonic plague, or COVID-19, that seems to be the way to do it. But everybody else is kind of half-assing that. Yeah. You know, the NFL, mm-hmm. you can play, but you can't trade jerseys. It makes no sense. It's we absurd. can go and tackle each other, but if one of the greatest linebackers of all time and one of the greatest running backs of all time have been fighting the whole game, they're not going to be like... Right, like, like they want to trade jerseys. Like, oh, it's he's cool. a, yeah, he's a great player. I like respect him. I respect him. I'm gonna play him again. I can't wait to play him again. You know, hopefully, I'm gonna win this time. Hopefully, whatever, whatever. Let's trade jerseys. Yeah. And now they can't do that, but they've been. But they can do it. They just have to do it later. That's probably true. You so it's maybe, it's even it's even more silly, it. because of the of the media structure now. Most people do it now, not later. Um, yeah. Because, it, because of the social media things yeah. and people saw us and it better was cool. Pictures, oh, better pictures, better great, Great linebacker, great running back switch. That's really cool. Uh-huh. Great great cornerback, great receiver switch. That's really cool. Uh-huh. And they don't, uh, they can't do that or they get fined. Fined? First of all, they're all jillionaires. Yeah. So who gives a shit? <laughs> and second of all, it just doesn't make sense. They were just knocking heads. Yeah. They... So it's just, it, those kind of rules upset me. Yeah. So with the schooling, like, it's at home. It's not horrible. Uh, it's not great. Mm-hmm. We got to find the silver lining, which I think is okay. I think we could find it. The, the, for you, for me, the silver lining is you're still home. Mm-hmm. We get another semester with you. You get more time with us. You started this. You've, you've got uh, your two jobs, two other jobs. Mm-hmm. You get to hang out more with your girlfriend. Those are all good benefits. Yeah. You started to you started training with me. Yeah. So we have a lot of great things that came from this that would not have come from it if you were... If I was in Chico. If you were in Chico. That is very true, yeah. And I, I guess I feel bad mainly for um, Nico and Vince and Lauren just because, like, personally, I think high school is... Like, you learn stuff, of course, but, but you really just learn how to do your homework and how to stay on top of, like, all your stress, whatever... And then the most important part is how to make social connections. That's why. That's why I just feel horrible for them because they don't have, they don't have that for a certain amount of time. Hopefully they get to go back. Um, wait, soon. wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't you learn about deadlines? That's what I just said. How to stay on top of all your shit. Uh, you said social connections and stay on top of your stuff. Okay. Deadlines, getting stuff done, time management. Time management. You actually learn a little bit of math, problem solving, navigating the world, dealing with red tape and other bullshit. See, but navigating the world, that is social. Well, maybe. I mean, you have to learn how to deal with the teachers. Yeah. Like, I, I listened to your other thing when you're like, high school is stupid, and now so far college is stupid. <laughs> I was like, holy cow. <laughs> They're not. You actually learn stuff. Like, I agree. There's places where you can go and pick stuff up, but it doesn't make sense for certain for some people where they said well you're going to get out of college 200,000 in debt and have to start life Mm -hmm. that does suck yeah and all those people should find a way to do it cheaper 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are ways out there. Uh, for you, luckily, we have a benefit that covers your tuition. Yeah. We saved enough money so that we'll cover everything else. So you will finish college. Debt free. You better be debt free. <laughs> if, you, if you have debts, it's going to be because you bought extra sweatshirts or something when we weren't around to buy them for you. <laughs> so it does make sense not to do it then because the numbers are clear on earning potential of people who graduate college versus people who don't graduate college. And, that, and maybe it's a correlation, but it's just a pure numbers. Like if you graduate college, you tend to make X amount more than if you don't graduate college. This isn't really COVID related, but who cares? Yeah. But yeah, as I was saying, um, all those high school students don't get to like do those things that are kind of the... Good job, Good job bringing it back to what we were actually talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um that are actually, um, I don't want to say like useful because there's certain things that you learn in high school and then use in life, but like I'm not taking pre-calculus and using it every single day of my life. I'm taking the social things that I learned in high school and using them almost every single day of my life. So, and they don't get to learn that. They just get to learn about calculus and how to find the Interestingly, you just made the you just made the anti-bullying campaign people's point what's the anti-bullying people's campaign and first of all nobody should get bullied yeah and we should be protecting the weak and helping Mm -hmm. them but they say that those people are affected for life when they get bullied in high school or middle school or whenever school i believe that probably are that's and which is horrible so that's interesting that you and you're saying the same thing the social aspects learning how to uh how to talk to meet a girl meet a boy yeah Say talk hi to, to a, Talk to a boss or a talk teacher. Talk to a teacher or a boss. Yes, those things are all important. I would agree. Yeah. And I would agree that they're just as important on the computer as just, they're in person. They're not, they're not as effective, but they're still important. These kids oh, are so through, tied in. Through Zoom, yeah. They all text each other during class. They text each other during class. They are so tied in. Recently, I, I was actually part of a class through another large agency in Southern California. And it's, we had we had to go online. We had to do distance learning, and of course, I was the idiot that started it. We were watching somebody who was giving a lecture. He was, it was a fantastic lecture. And I just picked up my phone and I started, "Hey, why are you picking your nose on the Zoom?" And I sent it to like twenty guys, and it just became a big swirling dervish of shit talking, which made it much more fun because nobody yeah. really cared what the guy was. Saying. No one was really listening. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing is, we're all at a place in our lives where. It doesn't matter what he says. Exactly. It's nice. It's cool, though. Thank you for bringing him. I'm glad he's very accomplished. That's nice. That's nice. It's great. I'd rather make fun of this guy. Why the hell are you picking your nose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I do get that. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all you got, huh? That's all I got. you have any questions for me? How do you feel about the online school? Um, I don't really like it, but... Why not? Because as I was, um, as I just said, um, the social aspect, the social aspect, really, that's that was the most fun in high school for me, and I was looking forward to that in Chico. That's actually part of the reason I picked Chico is because it seemed like your people when we were up there. Yeah, I'm not even like a huge partier either. I know that's what the school is known for. People are gonna be like, party, party people, party, Patrick. I think it's, yeah, which I think was back in the 1980s, which is funny that it's hung on this long. I think if you went to some other Cal States, 
you like find SDSU, San Diego State, uh, San Luis Obispo. I think you find significantly more partying at those schools than you'll find at Chico, which doesn't mean they don't still know how to get down at Chico. I'm sure they do. It's a school. Yeah, it's exactly. a place with a bunch of kids who are away from home, who have a certain level of freedom, mm-hmm. and that's gonna that equals a party. Yeah. But like, I was looking like I'm a five star recruit in spike ball. And she goes to number two school in spike balls. I was really looking forward to going and playing for them. That's also another reason. That is a bummer <laughs> being, being a five star recruit and not getting a chance to, to. And even if you were playing, there wouldn't be anyone watching. You'd be by yourself. Exactly. In the arena. <laughs> so that's not right. People wouldn't see your greatness. Well, usually, hundreds of thousands of people are there to to watch. <laughs> but you're also a negative three star recruit at slacklining. That's true. I've seen you fall off the rope a number of times. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you won't even get to do that. But maybe that's maybe that's up. a plus. That that could be a positive. That's a silver lining right mm-hmm. there. There you, you go. You don't get to fall off your slack line. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm more than happy to discuss anything with you, whether this mic is on or not. Sounds good to me. All right. Tune in next week on the radio. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the radio. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Uh, You guys can find me on Instagram at The One Radio, and I will see you all next week.